The Hundred Marathon Club by Darren Smith. Number 24, St Ictid's Ultra, 6th of May 2018. Of all the races that make up my retrospective look at the first 45, I do not need to read up on what I thought about this one. It is still fresh in the memory. It became a thing, an epic trip to the, f- the hilly Welsh town of Port that spawned several DM groups and numerous friendships. I wrote an article on it for Ultra magazine. We booked a rerunning of the race the following year on the day registration opened. We took over the town two years in a row and tripled the size of the field. It was quite something. St Wales, as it became known due to the constant failure of the English contingent to pronounce it correctly, was a 50k with roughly 4,000 feet of elevation. A 25k there and back in the same vein as Portland Coastal, with three checkpoints and a cast of thousands. Some I had met earlier, like Segan Sarah, who was part of the Bacchus Unicorns, Ali I knew from Hearts Half and making JK's birthday cake, Kaza from Yorkshire, Sarah G and I ran the RAF race together in Collindale, as did Ellie, and then there was JK and Claire, Crazy Baz Lou and I were old friends. Helen B, Michelle and I ran Trans Grand Canaria and Bovington together, as well as Bacchus. Rachel I'd just gotten drunk with, with JK, so there's no surprise there. But this would also be a race with a huge group of people that I hadn't met before. A lot of new faces on old bodies, like Del and Michelle and James B and Gary and Stuart and Brian and Rachel and Ant and Ali and Josh, Gareth, Dr Ben, G, Cy Gilbert and his unacceptably tight shorts, Helen, Stu, Disco Matt Toozle, Luke's Valf, Chris Chris, Mike, Cat, Cat with a K, Cat with a C, Jeanette Beer, and many, many more. Practically half the field knew each other. And this would be a weekend where the camaraderie and the kinship of friends and strangers alike came to the fore. Starting from the outset, when I had to rely on Ali to drive me there, and Lewis to drive me back, because... There were numerous train issues over the bank holiday. This was a packet pickup on the day down at the start finish in a yacht club kind of shindig. And it was great to meet the crew who had been chatting for what seemed like forever in a DM group. Names were put to faces, handshakes, hugs, and then to the business end of the day. But first... Former Team GB athlete Nathan, the race director, gave the pre-race talk in a hut that was not built for that many ultra-runners. 56 runners ran 2017, including Lou McWilliams from TGC, who was running the 100k at the time. In 2018, I want to say we swelled the number to closer to 150. Word of mouth made this race triple in size in one year. And this is amazing. And we were all there to find out why, as the race briefing took us through the highlights. The race definitely had some of the Ultrax difficulty, elevation-wise, just with a rural Welsh feel instead of the Swiss mountains. 
As many of us are aware, time aspirations can go whistle on races like this. A tough, hilly 50k on a hot day should be respected. Our walk the ups, run the downs mantra for such races will work until the legs go, or the mind goes, so buddy up, and your buddy will get you through. And that is what we did, all of us. If not most of us doubled up or created a small group, a team is probably the correct term, as it needed a team effort to get through. I was probably only by myself for about 5k of the whole thing. Else I was with JK and Claire, or Kaza, Ali and Michelle, and a random Welsh lady, and later two others, including one with a compass, when we had gotten lost and taken the wrong turn, and ended up in the next village. Della Michelle at one point, others came and went, but like I said, rarely I was alone. The route had some stunningly beautiful aspects once you left town and escaped the midge-covered canal that edged the first 5k. You ascended Bluebell Hills in the shade of ancient trees, before arriving at the brow overlooking the valley below. The Gower, did someone say? Maybe. It's all Welsh to me. The Downs would be mulchy, I caught up with Kazza, Michelle, Ali, Claire and J.K. singing Tom Jones on one descent. J.K. dived in a pool at the bottom of another. Checkpoints were a time for pondering what had come before and what lay ahead. There would be A and B roads that I really did not like. You were not on footpaths and the road was about a mile long and you had to run it twice, single file only, in hope that you didn't get clipped by the traffic, from what I can tell mostly white vans, speeding by. But the country lanes away from the A and B roads were peaceful and quiet. There was the occasional shout of car that would go up, and you would let it pass before continuing a climb or chatting in your mini team. And you would get lost and lost again. Other than a JK tour, a bluebell excursion to the top of a very pretty hill at a ludicrous angle, losing time in fields at the top thinking, this doesn't look very familiar. We, or I, got lost four times. Michelle, I think she said, added an extra six miles getting lost. There were these two Asian ladies, despite looking like they were having an absolute whale of a time, got lost by the look of it, and I don't think anyone ever saw them again. Others had to be picked up by Tori, uh, Nathan's better half, in her car. And so all in all, the route markings may need to be looked at. The red and white tape seemed to just be taken down, or it was just wasn't spotted as you ran by. At one point, a whole gaggle of us missed a turn into a cow field and ended up running all the way into the next village. We sat at a bench at the corner uh, of the street as people checked their phones to see if they could find Nathan's number. I took this opportunity to go into a shop and buy an ice-cold bottle of Dr Pepper and, oh my God, it was amazing. 
And by my return, two more lost ladies had joined us, including one with a map and compass, who then helped us climb the hill all the way to the final stretch of the route, before the turn back. I think it was this bit I really enjoyed the most, running to the halfway mark, the run through the woods, in the cool, and by this wonderful Swiss Valley Reservoir. It was very picturesque, and then up into the third checkpoint and the turnaround. It was here that I met up again with Gary and G, Michelle, Kaza and Ali. But there was also the sad sight of seeing Sarah, who had not been feeling well at all, being taken away in an ambulance due to heat exhaustion. I'd met Sarah several times, and she's great, and it was sad to see her feeling so unwell. But the heat was quite crazy. I certainly felt it at times, and others did too. We all had wobbles in our legs. But the turn was a great boost mentally, and as part of a trio now with JK and Claire, we ran back to the road with a spring in our step. We had a bit of a spurt on, with JK or Claire or me deciding screw this and then start running, meaning the other two had to then run as well. And this worked all the way to the busy road with no safe footpaths. But not until we'd got to the brow of a hill and JK and I could sit down on what became known as the old man bench that was overlooking the valley. It was brutal. There is no other way to describe how mentally and physically challenging this race can be. Did I say it was brutal? Okay. At mile 23, my watch died a death. I turned off the GPS and just kept time. Claire's watch died at 27 miles, so I put mine on stopwatch. We knew we had about four miles to go, and we had just seen Gary and G pass us from the last checkpoint. And it was roughly here that JK decided to take us on a little excursion but not until he had dived into a pool of muddy water first. After going to the top of the hill, getting lost, realising that we were lost, and climbing all the way back down the hill again, we rejoined the actual route. It all became quite familiar. There was the railway crossing, a nature reserve, a turn through some bungalows after a road bridge and back onto the canal. We were there. We were close. And then the yacht club and the crowd, our crowd, clapping and cheering as we ran to the finish, just under the cutoff. All of our people had stayed late to cheer everyone in. And JK even got a what fucking kepja from Lewis that was well received in the spirit of the race. As we finally crossed the line to cake and beer, a lot of jealousy about Josh's fish and chips and congratulations from Team Ictids. Next up, the Rock and Roll Liverpool Marathon. <laughs> <laughs> 